Hi, guys. Welcome back to episode two of She Means Well, baby. If she means well. You made it past one. You made it. Thank God. Wipe the sweat off my lip. Oh, my. Talk about sweat, dude. Today, we've been, you've been hearing about it, us going through it, technical difficulties. Yeah, let's. Let's update them a little bit. It was our hope to have this episode out this morning. Bright and early. We really shot for the stars. <laughs> like I came downstairs last night. Abby's stop. like <sighs> pulling her hair out, sweating, trying to edit this video. But turns out our camera overheated um, when we were filming. <sighs> and it was like a strobe light. Like our footage was like... <laughs> I told Bailey, I was like, dude, the only way we can use this video is if we put in the beginning, like, you know, if you suffer from epilepsy, (laughs) like, please do not watch. I was like, we can't use this. It was really late. And when I woke up this morning, I was like, I feel like I should have like sent the man to the moon at this point for all the hard work that I put in. Yeah, you were working and I, I couldn't lay my head to rest. I know. I was glad you were there to talk me out of what I was doing. Yeah, I was really trying to make it work, but I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I already feel such good vibes. Like, I'm so excited to talk about this today. Me too. I'm really excited. Yeah. How Um, was your Wednesday? It was really good. It was a sunny day. It was beautiful Uh, out today. at work. I got my lashes done before. Yeah, it was a good day. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Mine are starting to fall out and that's when I love them. I don't like when they're super full. Yeah, I know. Same. That's my problem. Classics, baby. My um, eyelash girl, Allison, hi, is on maternity leave. (gasps) God bless you. Come see Debbie. I know. But her sister Hannah did them and she killed it. But I gave her the rundown in the beginning and I was like, it's not you. I'm the problem. I want like seven lashes on my eyes. I want them to look so natural. I want them to look so short. Yeah. I told her I'd rather have them look sparse than full. And I'm like, not an ideal client. And that's okay. Right. It's more common. Girls want full. And yeah. I just don't wear a ton of makeup like on the daily. So I feel like I have to put on a lot of makeup when they're super full. To me, it just feels like more times than not. Yeah. I'm not wearing a lot of makeup. And the image of like going to Target looking a little rough, but then like you're ready for the red carpet feels. Yeah. Not it. Feels unwell. I do not care for that, but that's okay. That's my preference. Um, my day. Thank you for asking. <laughs> How was your day, Brant? <sighs> um, it was good. I had a good day. <laughs> it was such a beautiful day. Like this is the weather. Like this is my favorite weather. Mm-hmm. Like it's so bright and it's like it's in the seventies. Little light breeze, will you? You can layer, but you can shed the layer. Yeah, I love a little light jacket. I know, I do too. Um, Gaga, our grandma, this this made my day, my favorite part of my day. She called me after work. I just got home. And well, first she butt dialed me, I think, because I was like, Gaga, hello, Gaga. (laughs) And I heard her go, oh, Jody. (laughs) It's our aunt. And, um... Anyway, she then called me back like five minutes later after I was like sitting on there for probably five minutes on the phone hoping that she would answer. Um, She called me back and she was just like, oh, sweetie, I'm in Walmart right now and there's just this nicest man. And can I give him your number? (gasps) 
I said, Gaga. She was like, I just, he, he would, he would fit in so great with the family. And I was like, Gaga, you just met him. But it was so sweet, dude. I was like, does he love Gaga. the Lord? Does he love the Lord? And she's like, I'm not sure. He's in the restroom. I'm waiting. Gaga. <laughs> oh boy. No, it was so sweet. That I is- loved it. And I was like, um, don't give him my number because she was like, but what if he like sweeps you off your feet? And I said, but what if he murders me? I said, don't give him my number. You can tell him my name. He can look me up on Instagram if you want. You can't do that. She means she well. meant well. <laughs> you know. Um, I can't get over my self-tanner paws. Oh, shut up. What girl doesn't have self-tanner paws? It's like coming off. We have a nice little inflatable hot tub situation and the hot tub strips the tan bailey loves the hot tub I do. every single almost every night huh yeah you and jordan mm-hmm. yeah i can't do it i mean i love hot tubs but i last mm, 15 minutes you know what the hot tub makes me think of what well you always need a towel when you get out of the hot tub right Avi. so the other day i got home and Abby and I were at our friends that we were having like a last summer bonfire shindig. And she has a dog. We have a cat. Her dog is adjusting to the new place. Hey, and he's doing good. He's, he's doing, a good boy. He's doing great now. But we've had to have some trial and errors. And you can admit that, too, that yes. like he's been a little confused on where the right place to go. Patty, it's awesome. So with the towels, <laughs> I'm leaving the bonfire. She's like, Bailey, I just want to say real quick, because she's been putting her dog Rufus away while we're away from the house. So he's not roaming free because he was having accidents in the same place. In marking his territory, if you will. So she prefaces, I just laid Love out some, this for me. Laid some things <laughs> down. So he wouldn't like go potty on because we got a new rug in here and whatever. So I come home. And there was a load of fresh towels and she had laid out all the clean towels on the rug to protect from the potty, which is fine. Dude, that was fine. You are literally airing out my dirty laundry. Um, Exactly. So she took that dirty laundry that was on the ground and put it back in the clean bin. And that's when I just lost a little bit of trust in you. Abigail, you're telling me you would take that laundry basket upstairs, put it in the closet and feel okay drying off with the towels that were on the rug? Be honest. Are we going to rewash them? No, you weren't. Okay. (laughs) Let me be honest. As I was doing it, I knew it wasn't right. Ah! (laughs) I was like, oh, these definitely need to be washed. But when I got home and saw them laying there, not once did it cross my mind. I need to go wash these. But you put them back in the laundry basket as if nothing happened. I understand where I went wrong, Bailey. <laughs> Will you please forgive me? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I forgive you, and you don't even need to apologize. I was more so worried for your um, hygiene standards. <laughs> and speaking of, you really think I was going to use one of those towels? Yes. <laughs> speaking of standards. Let's talk about our great debate that we have had this a couple weeks ago this summer. We were leaving the pool Mm. and a little would you rather popped in my head. No, 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 no. Yeah. 
Pause right there, sister. (laughs) Bailey was coming at my neck for some decisions that I had made that day. I mean, over the course of like three or four hours, every hour would say two or three things to me of like, I can't believe you. Because she's doing things like putting dirty towels in the clean basket vibe. Okay. Go ahead, Bailey. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're leaving the pool and Abigail puts on her jeans over her wet swimsuit. I had been in the sun. They weren't dripping. They were wet. They were wet. If you were to sit in the jeans. Anyway, and then we were talking and we were talking about how dirty our feet were just from like walking outside barefoot. And then the question came about, would you rather wear, it evolved, supping wet jeans every day of your life that will never dry or have dirty feet that you can never wash? You know what she said? Supping You, you better wet know what I said. Jeans. A hundred percent. Dirty feet. Feet? Are you kidding? If my feet feel in the slightest bit dirty, I will not go to bed. I won't sleep. Well, okay, no, that's I disgusting, dude. I can. My mom's probably disowning me right now. I wouldn't. I don't want to have dirty feet, but you, you love you, dirty feet. No, I will make sure <laughs> my feet are clean before I go to bed. Don't worry, mom. Okay, <laughs> I won't sleep with dirty feet. But in a world where you have to pick to throw a sock on and not see it. But feel it. Haven't you ever? Wet jeans? You have definitely put a sock on. wet jeans? You've put a sock on with dirty feet. That day I did because we had to Before. And it's not a comfortable feeling. You know they're dirty. Less uncomfortable than wet jeans. You're you're acting like they were like dripping. It was literally just like damp where my bikini bottoms were. They're not jean shorts, I might say. They were (laughs) jeans. They might. I think they were those jeans. Full pant. <gasps> anyway, that was. Uh, so I'd like to know what you guys think, because <laughs> dirty feet weigh or in, damp pants Weigh in here. Will you comment on our most recent Instagram post? Just dirty feet or wet pants. <laughs> That's it. You, I do not <laughs> want dirty feet, dirty feet, dirty feet. Oh, you're just kidding. You're that would be funny. You worried you're going to lose? No, 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 no. Sopping jeans? I mean, whatever, Bailey. <laughs> Let it go. I win. Cheers. Cheers. Episode two. Episode two, baby. I love checkers in this house, if you don't know. We do love some checks. Okay, so. What's up, mamas? I want to get into the sauce. Well, I want to get into the gravy. <laughs> well, perfect. I don't know what. Accent that was about to like it. The gravy. I remember talking gravy. once to a friend who Oh, you have friends? Grew up in another country. You have friends other than me? And I was trying to explain <laughs> the difference of like in like English obviously is so confusing, but that depending on where you live in the States, you have different accents, right? And I was trying to explain like in New York, like you wouldn't say, I want a cup of coffee. It's like I want a cup of coffee or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that probably wasn't good. A cup of coffee. You say it. I don't know. I know it's not good. Um, that was just funny. Okay. I want to talk about the uh, 
I was going to say the calm before the storm, but I want to set the scene to why is it really so crazy? Like the last episode, I feel like we're like, it's just crazy. We're here right now. It's perfect timing. Whoa, bro. Like, it's so crazy. We're here right what, now. <laughs> what does that really mean? Like, why is it so crazy? Oh. Can you help me set the scene for the listeners? Yeah, I definitely can. You were there. Oh, I was there, baby. Key player, baby. Key player. You know what? Real quickly before I begin. We want to have an ASMR section. In our wildest dreams. Yeah. I totally used to hear. <laughs> You're like Jay Beebs. Yes. But before I get into the gravy, the mashed potatoes. There you go. There's a little bit of New York accent. Um... I want to set a little disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Um, the events that I want to be talking about. Um, there is no intention whatsoever to be a little rat. Yeah, to be nasty at all. Um, I'm sharing this story because it's made me a lot of who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, I have forgiven these people wholeheartedly from the inside out. And it happened, you know, three years ago now. I just feel like I'm in the place and this is my story and I get to share it. Um, Yeah. And so no intention to hurt anybody's feelings or to comfort people or, you know, she means well. I do mean well. You actually do. And that I mean, that is a big part of why our name like really hit us so hard. It might seem so like it's just a name. Get over it. But like to really mean well, I feel like my breath. (laughs) (laughs) You're funny today. You too. Um, but that's why it's so cool because it has been such a roller coaster to get here and we will stop being so vague in about 15 seconds, but, um, you are allowed to share your story, you know? Yeah. And I think when you have had healing and growth, it makes your story so much easier to share in general, not even just you. And I think when you haven't had healing and you haven't had growth and you haven't gone to the dark places, you want to just shut the door, pretend like it didn't happen. So I'm really glad that you said that disclaimer because you're allowed to to share your story and like be super rejoiceful that you have had healing and like you're yeah. allowed to share your story. And like, that's something to be super proud to share. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I can't believe I would never have thought like, two years ago that I would be comfortable enough to share my story with a mic in front of my face, (laughs) Um, a camera in front of my face, sharing it out there. And I just give all the glory to God because I couldn't be where I am without him. Like a full transformation had to happen for me to be in this place. And I've known for a while that this, the brokenness that I had gone through it had its purpose and sharing my story is a part of that. Um, my hope in sharing my story too is one person. It can literally be one person Mm -hmm. that's going through something similar. They can hear this and know that you're not alone because I remember going through these events thinking like, well, one, I'm so embarrassed. Like I live in a small town, like everybody knows, everybody talks. This is just horrible. Like my family knows, everyone knows. Um, and I just felt really isolated and alone. So if that's you, if you can relate to these stories that I'm about to share, you're not alone. 
And um, at the end of this episode, we're wanting to put, we don't know what we're going to do yet, but I do want to put an area where you guys can come with us, like with questions, maybe just DM us on Instagram uh, questions or comments. We'd love to hear like your story. And if you were able to relate to this, um, I had somebody, this person just popped in my mind, but when I was going through these events, I had somebody Uh, when I was ready and ready to listen, she opened up to me about something that she had gone through. Um, and it made me feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, Oh shoot. Like I'm not alone. Like this is not normal, but like other people experience the feelings that I'm feeling too. And I don't have to handle it all on my own. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. So should we rewind? (laughs) Here we are, back in 2020. <laughs> no, not 2020. Get it out. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it wasn't 2020. I don't know. It was a couple. It was three years ago. 2020, honey. <laughs> Do math. I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. Um, okay, so I'm just going to state the facts. I was in Hit a four-year relationship. Hit it. And <laughs> long story short, um, very toxic very um insecure very very dependent on one another uh just not a good situation (laughs) i thought love covered all love was it there's so much more that goes into a relationship it takes a whole lot more than just love Mm um i got engaged to this man and um found out like he had been cheating on me with my best friend for the bulk of our relationship. That stung. It stung really, really bad um, because I put all of my eggs into his basket. I put him up on a pedestal. Um, Getting into that relationship, I really want to rewind because even before we had um, became exclusive, I was a hurting girl. I had a lot of family stuff going on that I wasn't dealing with properly or maybe not that I wasn't dealing with, but it was pretty fresh and I wasn't in the place to give my heart to somebody um, in many different ways because of the situation going on in my family at the time. Like I needed to be spending a lot of my energy and prayer towards that and healing from that and learning how to forgive certain people in my life. But instead I, I found a person that made me feel really safe and I wanted to stay there. So, um, I moved home from college because family life, home life, things were going, um, what word do I want to use? Awry. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We're going to say that. I was. Okay, pause. One uh-huh. second. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That's my Um, when I was away, like at university, I Okay, what country are we in? I said that the other day. <laughs> and somebody was like That's like But I'm, I've said that for a while. I feel like that's an Australian thing. Maybe it's because I'm on TikTok. I was at uni. You hate it or you like it? Well, of course, I love it. I want to be Australian. So, you know, anyway, varsity. I moved home from university. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. 
Uh, Especially the university it was. It sounds like it was a lot more like. <laughs> well, let it. <laughs> Sorry. Just location of it. It's like. Okay, <laughs> Bailey. Anyway. I'm a little rot tonight. Uni. Because I was about to say I was very depressed <laughs> and not well, Bailey. Too many tumbleweeds. How's yeah, that microphone there were, one, there were one too many tumbleweeds, let me tell ya. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, not the healthiest gal. <laughs> I really took advantage of that party scene and um, I'll just smoke weed and all my problems will go away. <laughs> it was horrible. Um, I didn't know why I was in college. I just wanted to get away. So You didn't know you were in college? I No, I didn't, didn't know, know why. why. I didn't hear the why. I just okay. want to clarify for the listeners. It's like, how much weed were you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> Is this woman well? Um, yeah, moved home. I was really overwhelmed and very depressed at the time. Had no drive. Didn't know why I was there. And... I knew I was spending way too much money just to be partying and not making the best choices. I felt very, very far away from God. It was like the first time I realized, oh, my relationship with God is like something I have on my own. I grew up as a pastor's kid. Same with Bailey, I think. Did we mention that on episode one? I'm not sure. I don't know. We've recorded these 75 times and had technical difficulties. So. That is facts. Um, But... Yeah, I always like adopted. I I never once like doubted, you know, like God and the church and all that. But something for me, at least that came along with being a pastor's kid is you just get into this routine of like, I would go to church with my parents. This is what we've always done. And like, praise God. Like, I love this, his word, the worship. It's amazing. But it's like, I just adopted my parents' values. Um, I wouldn't have any have it any other way but um like the household you grew up in yeah, yeah yeah I just had a really hard time like transitioning from living with my parents and that being my values and then moving well, to college and, and I'm like routine oh shoot like it's time to put my good my good girl <laughs> my, <laughs> I wish I put my good good girl pants on you're stopping with jeans those aren't your good girl pants Something wet ringing out from the pool. Ugh. Red flag. Stop it, man. <laughs> that took a way different turn, dude. Okay, anyway. Moved home. And not having a good time. Moved home, it, you know, as it happens to feel when you move home from college. It feels weird for everyone. But it was horrible because I was depressed and sad <laughs> stuff was going on. I found this person and I felt so safe with him. At the time, I thought I did. And so I stayed there. And this transpired into a four-year relationship that well, was... Moved, did you already say you moved in? I, I didn't. <laughs> she moved in. I did. I moved in. We started dating. How soon? I mean... Okay. <laughs> oh, You're really making me go there. No, I like well, it. Well, it's, it's fine. important. No, it is. Because it's right. relatable. It's like if you're unhealthy you make unhealthy choices and yeah. the whole point of this story is to hopefully help somebody no i seriously appreciate it um i moved in about three months <laughs> after we became exclusive <laughs> uh not the best decision but that did happen i feel like if i may interject no please do 
looking back, I wasn't as close with you at the time. In our family, it goes, our moms are twins and they had kids. Did they plan that? That's a little weird. Why is that weird? I would definitely plan that with you. Are you saying you're okay? Well, I don't know. It just is like, there's a kid the exact, like the same age every time besides Abby. So I think it's weird. Like how it actually happened that way. Yeah. But it's a blessing. It is. Cause it's fun. But yeah. so there's four kids in their family and three in ours. So we all have like a cousin the same age as us. And the cousin well. that's my same age is Abby's brother. So when you moved, Abby doesn't have a buddy. <laughs> Except I'm that buddy now. We're you all are. buddies. We're all buddies. You're my buddy. We're all buddies. You and Mikey actually were buddies in Idaho. Why do you say that with your eyebrows down? Uh, Why are you confused? We used to go on these family vacations, and I just remember one specific one. You guys annoyed me. I know what summer that was, too. Yeah, whatever. Swim cap summer. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah, I knew it! Um, and that was also... When you and Caleb bullied me because I wanted a nightlight. Remember so, that? Checks out. You remember that, don't you? Uh, no. You feel good? No, I don't remember that. Anyway, um, if I'm interject, it didn't seem like a super intentional, like, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. It was just like you stayed there and then you just never went home. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you know you're making wrong decisions you hide, you know, you mm-hmm. don't broadcast it. And I did that a lot back then. I also am the type of person that I really internalize things that I'm going through something I'm really trying hard to work on, but I, I think that I have to do it on my own. I still am that way. It's still something that I'm trying to be better at. It's hard to ask for help and like open. It's really help because at the end of the day, can I do this on my own? Am I capable of it? Yes. So I can't justify like asking for help, but that's important too. It's so important to have people around well, you. Because you might and- get to your conclusion a lot smoother, easier, faster. If you do ask for help, doesn't oh, mean you're gosh. incapable. Yeah, I know, but it makes me feel that way. Right. Like I'm a loser. I'm a big old loser. But we're we'll going to that for another episode. Any gun three. I know. I really want to head at home and stay on track with I want to talk about my reflection of going through these things I don't want to get too into like these events so the reason why like now reflecting back I really picked that person out of my pain Mm. and if I would have really looked inside of myself and brought these horrible feelings to God and processed through them loved myself the whole story could have been so different. You know, I'm not saying like I regret like everything that happened because truly did bring me to where I am today. Be rich if I was paid every time I said that, but it's so true. Like because of my brokenness, it brought me to the most beautiful thing I had ever imagined. Like I am very proud of who I am today. No, I am. I am very proud of that. I was so just you goofy girl. I know. I'm speechless. <laughs> I don't think you are, Mrs. Um, Peanut Gallery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what I was saying was it's very important to love yourself before 
getting into a committed relationship. If you're going to love yourself, you're going to be able to love that person very well. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's doing a really big injustice to that person too. If you're going into a relationship, not liking yourself. Yeah. I mean, it, it then puts a invisible, um, time bomb an invisible like yeah landmine i like that if yeah. you will it does if you don't love yourself it's like so easy to like be a wolf in sheep's clothing and be like no i'm ready for a relationship no i'm super happy and you're just the one missing puzzle piece but like get out of here you will <laughs> never get all your needs met ever if you don't love yourself and know who you are before you get into your relationship and it right. really will implode because then it's going to be like lashing out like, well, you don't spend enough time with me. Well, you, I'm jealous of this. And like, it's like you can't it, loving yourself is equivalent to being secure in yourself. Like right. you are know who you are. And when yeah. you know who you are, I remember when I went to therapy um, for uh, whoever, however long, I remember telling Jordan, I came home and I'm like, you know, I love you, but I do not need you. <laughs> and I said that to him all the time. And I'm like, okay, that's not in a rude way, but like, like, okay, yeah, I know you kind of hurt him, but like, I don't want him to like need yeah. to need me. Like he can need me in the sense of like, wow, you, you add a lot to my life and I really enjoy you here, but it's like, I don't want him to be a puddle if I'm not there. Like I want right. him to like have structure and a backbone aside from me and we can come together as two fully formed structures and like create a beautiful life together but like if you're like the the car lot thing you know it's like jello yeah come buy a car here you're yeah. that guy and you're like i'm ready for a relationship <laughs> <laughs> that's about how sturdy I, I that guy. <laughs> that's about how sturdy a relationship's gonna be mm-hmm and that's about what it was, dude. I want to ask two is greater than one. Yes. And God desires us to not be alone. He desires for us to be in relationship. Totally. Because it could go the other way. two is greater than one. When you're like, I don't need anybody. I don't, I'm fine on my own. Like, no. That's I don't, never been me. I don't need. <laughs> I'll own it. <laughs> I love like. Relationship. I love people. I love love. Mm-hmm. Like I love people. But but who doesn't? A lot of people are okay being alone. Well, it's different to be it's so different to be okay f- to be alone versus like not loving love. Like who doesn't love to be loved? Hurt people. Hurt people. They don't want to be loved. I've met some people that like don't believe in love. They want to be loved. Yeah, I'm sure they want to be loved, but there are some people that will isolate themselves for sure. But I think that like because of their hurt, I think I don't know, like who doesn't love to be loved? Like, I think you could be like, I'm independent on anybody, but it's like, but you and it, that doesn't need to be in a romantic sense either of like, I get all my needs met because I have a partner and whatever. But like, I don't know. But I did have a question. Hmm. I um. The way that we were raised, our parents, your parents were high school sweethearts. My parents met the summer that they graduated. It, which, wow, lucky then. I know. You know, and like that. So cute. It's so unlikely. 
Yeah. It was a different time, dude. But that was how, I mean, that's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to date the person that I, my first love that I, which, sorry, <laughs> that did work out for me. <sighs> I'm not, Jordan. No, I'm happy for you. I'm gen <laughs> like, I mean it. I know we're in goofy moods tonight. We are in goofy moods. But like, oh, so say, amazing. Jordan, I haven't, you know, I'm waiting. <laughs> She's patiently waiting. Anyway, but with that being the, the model that was modeled ahead of us, I said that weird mod the first time. Um, I feel like we could have gone two different routes, which we did. In high school, because I think this goes before the relationship that you're talking about, because we had it framed like date to marry, like don't give your heart away because you're going to get hurt if you are giving your heart to all these different people. And which is true. It's so true to protect yourself and like know who you are before you get in a relationship. But it can be a little hard when you're dating to marry and like you dated in high school and you loved that person. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Absolutely. He was definitely but do you my, not, do you not know what love is when you're 14? Like, no, I definitely loved him mm -hmm. for sure. He was my first love and I kind of disagree. Like, I think no matter what age you are, having that mindset of dating to marry is a good one to have because it changes like your perspective on so many different, really important values to share in a relationship. I don't like, think that that means you shouldn't date this is so like um, the pot calling the kettle black because Jordan's my only like serious relationship. What does that mean? Uh, it's like calling. being a hypocrite. The pot calling the kettle black, like a teapot calling the kettle black. Why does that mean hypocrite? It Because if the teapot is, I think it's like if the teapot is also black, <laughs> you're calling, I don't know. I've never heard that. Huh? You have cute little terms. I'm going to adopt it. Abby... Continue with your black teapot. Anyway. Oh. Um. Because I didn't date a ton before Jordan. Like, seriously, date. You I mean, didn't I, date. I talk to people or oh. go on dates. Oh, that's, that's right. That's what I'm saying is, like, I think it's important to date and, like, let yourself, like, date and, like, get to know people, get to know what you like, what you don't like. But, like, be careful because it can get more serious than you want it to be, than like what, what is healthy for you. Um, big facts. You just gotta be careful because it's so easy to like spend too long in a relationship. That's like not right. So I guess like to define like dating to marry, I don't think that that means like the first person you date, you better make it work. And you, if you marry them, like you got to It's like, you got to figure out who you are. Yeah. And like, I feel like figuring out who you are, I don't know. Do you know how what I mean? hard? Oh, totally. How, it's so hard. I remember being in that relationship in high school. We were together for those four years and that's hard dating someone like one being so young, you have no idea who you are. And two, like having the mindset that I did, like I'm dating this person. I'm going to marry this person because of the beautiful influence that my parents had. But that's tricky, dude. And I give people props that are high school sweethearts because there is so much growing that you go through. Like, I think about who I was two years ago. 
Mm-hmm. Who is she? I think about who I was two years before that. Who the hell is she? <laughs> you know, like I don't, that's crazy. You have, I think it's that's, like you date multiple people with that one person. Oh, totally. I think I have seen like a TikTok or something. And I think they say like every seven years or so you're like, a full new version of yourself seven years from now seven which i mean it could be shorter than that but like i just saw tiktok once so who knows if that's true it always gives me a hard time i kind of do go to tiktok before i go searching the internet that is it's quick concise fake news (laughs) (laughs) anyway but it's informational sometimes but i think like dating to marry yeah, I totally agree. Like, you need to protect yourself, protect your heart. Don't. It's, I didn't lose it. Um, I'm waiting for you to go. Choo-choo! That is some good stuff. I also think we need to bring to light that there is a difference between being married and dating. A hundred percent. Like I was acting like I was married for those four years. Like we lived together. We crossed boundaries that shouldn't have been crossed. And so when that happened, when I found out that he had been cheating on me with my best friend, I, since all my eggs were in his basket, it was the biggest letdown as you, I'm sure can understand. (laughs) Um, I mean, he was like, I expected him to bring all of my happiness I didn't love myself, so I counted on him to bring my happiness and to fulfill every area of my life. And when that person lets you down, it's heartbreaking. Um, Got me real low, man. (laughs) I was not good for a bit. But uh, yeah, there's there's a quite a difference when you're dating. Be dating. Well, when there's like big things that happen like that. Oh, someone's flying on a motorcycle. Speed racer. That always makes me nervous. It's like, you could just (laughs) splat. It's too fast. Too fast. Um, But yeah, when big things like that, I spit on myself, happen. (laughs) It's, I don't know. My whole life was a letdown. Because literally put my life in this man's hands versus putting it into the hands of God, of Mm -hmm. Jesus. And I didn't know who I was. Like, it was really hard, like, being without that person. I didn't know how to be alone. I didn't know how to do, like, I was so anxious. Like, even going to the grocery store, dude. Because you guys, why? Because you would go do that. We were always together. Always together. I mean, we were best friends. Like we would do everything together. Very dependent on one another. Like I think he expected me um, to provide his happiness and his fill his cup in every single way. Uh, But when you're dating, date. Like this is the interview, you know, like this is the time where Do you want to spend the rest of your life with this person? Can you see them raising your kids? Do you, would you want your son or daughter to be with this person? Ask the hard questions. And I feel like it's so important to also know like their history, like it it, it can bring a lot of clarity. I think in your mind, if you understand where they've been, 
and where they're at now. I think that says a lot about a person. Not saying that you have to have gone through stuff to make a qualified man or a woman. I'm just saying like it says a lot about a person knowing like their what they've been through. Their willingness to open up and like share. Right. And we all know like, well, I hope love is a choice. Love isn't an emotion. Obviously, there's a lot of emotion that comes with being in love. But my parents have been such a great example of what love is. And it's a choice that you make. And not every day is going to be sunshine and rainbows. You're probably going to wake up one day and not really like that person. But you made a choice to love that person. So what do you do? You love that person regardless. I honestly love when I I love you, mom and dad. And I love when I see my parents be normal. And like they, I remember that growing up them saying like, it's healthy to disagree. It would be alarming if you agreed on it all and you didn't fight and there, it was unicorns and rainbows. And maybe because my parents have been together since they were so young, that sometimes I'm like, you guys need to chill. Like, oh my goodness. Petty. Dude, your dad recently, (laughs) (laughs) he literally was like, yeah, um, your aunt and I, or your mom and I got into this fight and I took her off my, my wallpaper. Wallpaper. Like, or, come on. One time they were on. They're a, 55, by the way. 56. 56. One time they were on a way, a flight back home from wherever. And your mom's like, my mom was like, yeah, your dad and I were at each other's throats this morning. He's lucky there was a seat between us. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have been in a good mood. My mom would have been like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but I love it. It's so practical and real and like it it makes me feel like okay when like Jordan does something that I'm like wow that really annoyed me and like it's okay and you can talk through it and you can like communicate and it's normal to have miscommunications and then like you have to want to understand where that person's coming from and that's totally different than like finding all your happiness in them totally And I feel like having disagreements and having those conversations, it's very easy to fall more in love with that person because you have a better understand, you have a better understanding of who they are. You get to know them even more. So I think, you know, I'm not saying like, let's fight, (laughs) you know, but like, let's be real. And if you disagree with me, let's talk about it. And I don't know, there's a lot of beauty that can come out of it. I liked what you were saying about like growing and growing together. Cause I look at the relationship Jordan I had when we first met versus now. And like, I think a lot about how there was things like, I do not like conflict and I do not like, um, yeah, conflict. And I, there's things that I would like, Oh, and you know and it's like it's important if something bugs you to talk about it and like oh gosh yes and that has brought me so much more clarity and like knowing like that that bugged me I'm gonna talk about it and like then just be like oh well glad that's over and avoiding it it's like that doesn't make it go away in my mind and so it's so good to talk about things like that and then it's like the next time you revisit a conversation like that and it can play out differently it's like did we just like disarm that or like, yeah. it's cool. And it's like, thank mm-hmm. God I'm not the person I was seven years ago when I was 20 and we met, like, thank the Lord. I hope I've grown. I hope I've evolved. Like I hate when people are like, well, they've changed. They've grown. Like, I hope, I hope I do not look like the girl that I was when I started dating Jordan. I hope. Right. Like let's get uncomfy. Yeah. It's so important to be uncomfortable and make those like 
have those hard conversations. Like I said, dating is so different from being married. Dating is like the interview. Can you spend your life with this person? Um, so yeah, that's good. Not everybody, like I'm not this way. Like I have to process, like if we're in an actual, actual, excuse me, actual argument, I do have to process before I can like bring something to the table to talk about. I'm someone that is okay with conflict. Like I don't mind sorting it out, but I also need some time to like talk about what just happened. I need to think about what just happened on Mm -hmm. my own. Why is it always... I'm curious. Is there anyone out there that lands a partner that like has similar conflict resolution? Because there's always someone who needs time and there's always someone who's like, let's sort it out. Always. And is Jordan, let's sort it out. Yes. And like, I used to be like, I got to go like fight or flight. Like, I don't, I'm unwell. And then we like, after that happening, one, two, five, 12,000 times, it's like, you know, okay, I can compromise. Like instead of like physically leaving the place that we are if we've had a disagreement like I just need alone time and like we need to put it we agreed like we need to put a time stamp like hey let's come back to this in x amount of minutes or tonight let's talk about this or like I'm gonna go to Target I'll be back let's talk about this at dinner or whatever and that's so much better than like because if that person like suffocates you then Let's talk about it right now. And then Jordan's like, well, what do you think about that? And I'm like, don't know. Literally not a thought in my brain. It literally is crickets if I don't have time. It's so weird, too, because I think we're similar in this way. Like, we typically have a lot to say, you know. (laughs) I mean, we do have some mics in front of our face. But, like, I'm not usually someone that's at a loss for words. But typically, when it comes to, like, a conflict, I it's a lot for me to like absorb and I want to be able to answer in the healthiest, best way that is going to mean well for the person on the other side. And it's going to benefit like the relationship as a whole, but it's going to be best for you. If I go take a little bit of time to pray about this, to think about best way to respond, that's going to show you that I love you and I care about our relationship because It's either I do that, which for me is like the healthiest thing to do, or I stay here and I will just go in circles and on and on and on. And it's overwhelming Mm -hmm. when somebody's doing that. At least for me, it is. It's really overwhelming. Then I draw a blank and I'm just like, I need a night. Mm -hmm. No, I don't believe in like going to bed, like upset. I don't, I don't think like it has to be resolved, but like, I really don't like the thought. You got to at least with me and my boyfriend. <laughs> you gotta at least get on the same page of like we're gonna sort this through tomorrow yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I do want to wrap it up. And I think the best little bow on top of this is forgive the people that have hurt you and know that you don't need that person that hurt you to ask for your forgiveness either. Uh, It took me quite some time to realize, like, I don't need him for closure. I don't need her for closure. I can find closure well on my own with Jesus. I don't need somebody saying, I'm sorry to move on. Like, that's just so dumb. Mm -hmm. It feels really, really good knowing that, like, one, you're moved on from that. Like, as a whole, like, you understand what what has happened and... It's okay, you know, because of where you are today. It hurt. It stung really bad. 
But if it wasn't for those actions, you wouldn't be stronger as the person that you are now. Mm -hmm. So that helped me forgive for sure. I'm not, I mean, I spent a lot of time angry. Mm -hmm. I never experienced like anger in my life. And I would say out of all the emotions that I felt, that was the one that like stuck around for me for a while. I think too, because it was such an unfamiliar feeling and I knew it was. And yeah, that was hard to get rid of. But like, as soon as I fully in my heart through and through was just like, you know, this is not a me problem. These actions, these events happened because of their own hurt inside mm-hmm. of them. I don't need to take on that hurt. Yeah. It Separating sucks. other people's actions from if something happens to you, it's like so easy to be like, well, it's because I wasn't this enough and I wasn't that enough, like whatever. But it's like, it's so not you. No, it goes so much deeper inside of their heart and things that they didn't deal with or aren't dealing with or aren't communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only forgive them, forgive yourself. Like I struggled with like, what could I have done better for a little while? Um, but if someone's going to, make those actions i think cheating in general it's a a them problem for sure definitely don't you don't need to carry that um so yeah you don't need them from closure either forgive them and it's a lot a lot easier to move on Mm -hmm. and learn from the situation that you were in um i'm really 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 happy that i got to share this story honestly Um, i feel so good putting this out there um i really want you guys to feel also like if you do have those questions or comments please do reach out to us me whatever we would love to you know talk with you guys know your thoughts on this episode i mean i i want to get into it and i guess here's a little precursor for next week we um i was there for that whole thing and it was really it's hard to know when to speak up as like a friend and family and when to bite your tongue. Um, so next week I'm going to be talking about that time period from my perspective as BFF POV literally. And it's hard because for every girl that can relate to you in that scenario, there's a best friend that's like, geez, they're engaged. Huh? I'm the maid of honor. Huh? What do I say at their wedding? Uh, can't stand him. Uh, who is she? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't believe in this relationship. I don't think it's healthy. I don't, you know, all of that. I want to touch on like what that was like for me. And like, oh, let's touch on it. Oh, we'll dive in. <laughs> yeah. We're we'll going to do dive more in. than a touch. We're going to pet it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was gonna, give you back scratch. Just <laughs> That's good. But yeah. So I want to talk about that next week. And I think that there's a lot more people that can relate to either one of those positions I was maybe not every girl, but like lots of people can identify with one or both of those positions. Oh, totally. You know, and like I can identify with that position too. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, that's awesome. I'm really yeah. excited to hear that because Bailey and I obviously have come to a place where like we, we're, like each other. we love each other <laughs> and like going through our little breakup and what we did. It's not like when we got back together. Um, we like went through every scenario that, you know, my feelings were hurt, her feelings were hurt. It was just, we both came to the same understanding and 
That's why this is interesting because there's been a couple conversations we've had and we're like, oh, that was, I didn't know that that was like a thing on your timeline where like, that was a drop in the bucket for me, like certain certain scenarios, you know? Yeah. So it's been fun to like have conversations like that, that you're like, oh, I didn't know that that thing was uh, a big hurdle or you know what I'm saying? Oh, a hundred percent. I'm, I'm super excited to talk more about it and just dive in and hear your heart. Thank you for making me just feel so comfortable sharing my story. I've been looking forward to this for some time, uh, getting this out there. It feels really nice to be in a place of like, this is my story and I own it. And I'm, I'm just really proud of where I'm at now. Dude, I'm, thank you. I'm super proud of you. And it's, thank you. it's honestly, I feel like sometimes I'm like, like, because you're a different human. Like you are not that girl. You are. (laughs) Wow. Mom. Wow. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. Okay. You're not that. (laughs) No. (gasps) But anyway, you guys, we are going to try our darn (laughs) hardest next Wednesday. Morning. We, We are going to try our hardest. Bailey, correct me. No, Abby, we will be posting I was our just next say episode you're next Wednesday. Ting, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Baby, we gotta edit this tonight, so wish us luck. So, hopefully, you're seeing this Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We love you already, and I also do really want to say thank you so much for all of the feedback that we've gotten from episode one. It's this so like cliche but it's been a bit overwhelming like I have gone home from hard days at work with a smile on my face because I'm just having all of these messages that are so encouraging and this is like a lot to put yourself out there like this and it can be a bit nerve-wracking but all of the encouragement has just made me all that more excited we're talking about it the other day and the when we put out our first episode and it was super surface level and we're like oh dang we know the topics we want to get into and like we want to keep it light like this but like talk about serious things and people are like wow you guys are so brave you're so (laughs) our moms um they both are like you guys are so real and it's funny because i told abby i'm like it kind of feels equivalent to like walking outside with a helium balloon and then just like <laughs> letting it go. I love that. Cause it's like, okay, it's out of my control, but like, okay, here we yeah. go. Like, and it's really fun. And yeah, thank you so much from me too. Like it's, this is all new and clearly we're learning still, but like we, we don't have a super structured way we want this to go and we need it to stick to, but like, we just want to be real and it feels really easy because it feels like we're just having a conversation in our house. Like, you know, yeah. there just happens to be a microphone in front of our face. So. I know. And these lights that make me sweat. sweat. Ice pack behind I'm, my back. I didn't put mine back in the freezer, so it's you already know I'm a sweaty girl. We gotta go. I <laughs> <laughs> <We> gotta go. <laughs> All right, you guys. We love you. We'll um, be chatting with you soon. <laughs> <laughs>